0: Heard the rest. Now here's the best. Stay tuned sports
1: podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode, special episode, I guess you could call it, of Stay Tuned Sports. And the reason why it's kind of a special episode is we actually have Chris Darling and Ben Adams from the Simbox Truck Series. Um, they race along. Well, they race against our. Our good buddy, Josh Sobel. How you guys doing? Pretty good. Doing good, man. How are you? Pretty good. A little tired. I had work this morning. I had to go in for 5 o'clock. I'll do the same thing tomorrow. They want me to come in Saturday, but I'm going to tell them no because uh, i got to watch you guys race and watch Chris miss his, uh, pit, his pit box all the time
2: sticky subject <laughs> you're not watching me do anything bud.
1: <laughs> yeah yeah wrong subject to start with <laughs> well mostly i just want to see that i just want to hear the kazoo <laughs> that that yeah. threw me out that day that uh peter started doing that shit <laughs> um yeah, that was hilarious so what do you guys think about the the upcoming super bowl this uh this coming weekend
2: I was, I was literally waiting for Ben to talk. So. <laughs> we're off to, we're off to a very good start uh, here, guys. <laughs> I, I mean, I'm rooting for the Chiefs. Uh, I'm a Falcons fan. I don't want to see the Bucks win a Super Bowl. But uh, that's kind of tough because I've always said, like, the entire time I've watched football that uh, I think Tom Brady is, like, one of the greatest of all time. But I don't know. It's tough. I don't want to see the
0: Bucks win. So uh, I'm really rooting for the Chiefs. So if, if Tom Brady wins one more, can we be done with him? Like, can he retire so my teams can win for a little bit? <laughs>
1: well, I mean, honestly, like, I, so, I, I'll pull for the Bucks. I was, I was actually, I kind of touched on that a little bit yesterday on, um, on the episode. I, I, I have this feeling that if he wins, he's going to be dying. I mean, they asked him, "Are you going to play till you're 45 or however old he'll be next year?" And he said, "You know, it's a possibility. We got to see what's going to go on." But, I mean, think about it. This is his 10th Super Bowl. He's in. Um, one what six or seven of them? I mean, what else is there left for him to do?
2: Oh, nothing. The guy's incredible. I mean, nothing. yeah,
1: it, it's
2: an it's an easy Hall of Fame vote. You know, Oh, well, that, yeah, nothing, without yeah, without
1: doubt. I mean,
2: he's got nothing left to prove. But I, I don't think he's ever going to retire. I, I really don't. He, <laughs> he keeps getting younger every
1: every year. <laughs> he, he, yeah, I mean, you look at him. Actually, I saw this. Um, I don't know if someone posted on Twitter or or Facebook. They said uh, it was a picture of. I think ncaa or madden when he first came in to the league the graphics compared to him in madden uh 20 and dude the graphics were so terrible back then i forgot how terrible the graphics were like he was so box handed looking and very squarish looking and now madden 20 looks like he's really in the game
0: yeah for real i just i saw a stat um I've always been a Manning guy. Like I've always thought Peyton was the best to ever do it. I saw a stat that he he's doubled Joe Montana on playoff wins, and I said, okay, he's the goat. I mean, and, you can't argue with it.
1: And you know what? Like for years, and you know, we used to have a, a co-host on here. Um, his name was King, and we was always getting this argument over. It. And I always picked Joe Montana over Brady, just because he was just so clutch in all the the, all the situations and everything like that. But Again, if Brady wins, I mean, you, you got to put the the goat conversation to sleep. I mean, n- oh, yeah. no one's going to do what he has done.
0: Yeah, and and not an you know he's always been a system guy. They say he's it's Belichick, you know, and I think he's proven this year that it's not Belichick. Yeah, you know, he's just good.
1: Yeah, and, and you know, again, that's what I kind of touched on yesterday. Um, you know, okay, he was you know a little bumpy start in the beginning of the season, but once he it seems like once he understood and and got that chemistry going with all the players I mean Cam Newton eight eight, eight touchdown passes you're not going to win anything doing that um and Belichick's at home now you know sitting on the couch and that that just I proves
2: I don't know I don't know if I buy the whole uh, Belichick Brady thing like I I don't see it as Brady is just is the better option than Belichick honestly like when you look back i don't think you've ever had a team for brady that's had the amount of playmakers on it as you've seen now like i i honestly so he's good but yeah. like he literally stepped into the best possible situation like he could have stepped into and obviously that was by design but yeah. like belichick that team that team's so far gone in new england oh yeah he, he's got a long road ahead of him to
0: rebuild that yeah and then brady's just i i don't know man. But is, I
2: think
0: they're, is both, that why, they're both great. Like, is that why he's so, like, I mean, okay, so in New England, right, who who did he have? He had Edelman and a, and a whole bunch of guys that are just nobodies, and they still won. So it kind of makes me think that, well, you know, maybe Brady was the reason they could run with so little on offense. I don't know. Yeah, yeah I mean, if you,
1: if you think about it, the last time Brady kind of, like, put up numbers like this that he did in Tampa Bay was when he was with Randy Moss was there and they, you know, they had... I don't think Gronk was there yet. I think he, they had a... Uh, ben Coates might have been the, the tight end. So, I mean, they always had tight ends for Brady. But even when Moss retired or left, you know, like you said, yeah, had Julian Edelman, who's another conversation for another time about the whole Hall of Fame. You know, regular season numbers are average. Playoff numbers are Hall of Fame numbers. does he deserve to go in. But other than him, like you guys said, I mean... Who else did he have? You know, he still won, but he didn't put the numbers up like you see in Tampa Bay.
0: Yeah, I, I, I mean, I'm sure there's other receivers. I just, I just can't name them off the top of my head.
1: No, I, no you're, you're right because I think the earlier or late last year, I was, I was actually curious about that. And I went to look at each year of their receiving cores because Google is the best thing out there <laughs> so much useless information out there and really Edelman has been the only receiver he had for seven years now or whatever until he went back to the Randy Moss era and they had two or three good receivers out on that team whereas afterwards it's just Julian Edelman and that's it I mean Gronk but I'm, you know, just talking about wide receiver wise right. Yeah,
2: they haven't had anybody in New England at all
1: so as far as um, the game itself, now last thing I saw was I think the point spread was three and a half. Um, obviously, Kansas City favorite. Who do you guys have winning? Uh,
2: I I really think it's going to be the Buccaneers. I I think uh, I think Brady will will get another one. Unfortunately, as as much as that hurts to say, I, I think that Bucks defense is just a lot better than. Uh, than the Chiefs' offense, honestly, like the Chiefs have big playability, but from from what we've seen the the Bucks do on defense, I, I just have a hard time believing that the Chiefs will outscore
0: them. Yeah, I'm, I'm going Bucks. Uh, first game was what three points? Correct me if I'm wrong. I'm, yeah, I'm it,
1: it was it was real close,
0: and the lines three and a half. I I just think that it, I think Chiefs will have the lead going into fourth quarter, and I think Brady's going to do something, you know, like he did against my Falcons. Uh, which I don't want to talk about.
1: <laughs> is, is that the I, is, is, is that the Rocky movie that uh, never happened? Rocky Five.
0: <laughs> yeah, somebody posted the the link that the Falcons shared that day. On, it's into third quarter, twenty eight to nine, and you know it's like one more quarter or something. Oh man, bad memories. <laughs> I, I'm I literally just started crying a little bit.
1: My yeah. my that, dad my that dad was owns. The closest
2: I've ever come that that Falcon game to. Uh, To almost breaking my TV. Like, I almost for a split second understood (laughs) why people post these absurd (laughs) videos of breaking their TVs.
1: (laughs) Well, I'll I'll tell you what, when the Eagles won the Super Bowl a couple years ago, I'll never forget it because my dad owns a a bar. It's actually called Steagles, which is back in World War II, the Eagles and Steelers didn't have enough players for uh, a football team. So they actually combined them, named Steagles. I'm an Eagles fan. My sister is a Steelers fan. I remember sitting next to my my dad watching that game they do the hail mary and ball hits the ground and i'm still sitting there. i'm like no no i'm used to failure where's the flags where's the instant replay this, this can't be happening that we're actually winning my dad's like shut up we won the super bowl you dickhead <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like i can't believe this i can't believe this but th- that's i mean it, it, it's sad for like you know Falcons team and, and the Eagles for all these years, we're just so used to disappointment. Getting right there and having the rug pulled out from underneath us, especially with with, with Brady. You got a Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm
2: just saying. I'm like, you have a you Super got Bowl. one.
1: I'll, I'll, t- I'll tell you. I'll tell you guys this. I saw yesterday that they said that um, uh, uh, Matt Ryan and Julio is going to be back next year. I I don't think that's a good move. You know, you guys have a, a lot of work to do. I think to rebuild that team to get it back up to, to par, and I mean Julio still produces. Yes, he he still he gets hurt a lot, but when he's on the field, he he's good. He's one of the best, and I think Matt Ryan is to the point of his career that he could be like a, a bridge quarterback. Like you know, you you draft a rookie quarterback and he could help him out and get some draft picks for him. You know, you're not gonna get no seventh round draft pick, but
2: so the way their contracts work uh the falcons are pretty much damned if they do damned if they don't like you don't want an aging player who still has a little in the tank on your team when you're trying to like re basically rebuild like i'm gonna call it rebuild they yeah. need to rebuild but yeah it's, it's just there at that point but like if they trade or cut either of those two guys it actually hurts them more uh in cap space so like there's no like you could trade and get first or second or whatever i don't think you're getting first but you could trade and get picks or a player or something like but you're not you're not helping yourself because that money's still that money's still there so like you're still paying it it just doesn't make sense to trade them at this point you may as well just ride it out i think i think i read uh one site said they were stuck with them until like 2023 or 2024 and i I was just like cringing at that entire concept
1: i mean that's kind of like with with carson wentz too which i I think he's only pretty much locked to the team till next year and after that they could um get rid of him clear and clear and free and that's why i don't think he's gonna get traded it's just too too much dead money to to be paying a, a guy that's on somebody else's team
2: I think uh, I'm more on board with like Matt Ryan. He's okay in my book. Like you can keep a quarterback on your team. Like yeah, he's making a ton of money, but you can keep a quarterback and he can help. You know, coach up the next quarterback for you. Uh, obviously, like they have to be willing. Yeah. But like a like a wide receiver like Julio Jones. Yeah, could he do the same thing? Sure. But he's always injured. He's never he's never in the games when you need him to be in the games. Yeah. And then when he is in the game, he's playing hurt. So like he's not helping us like a ton really. Yeah. Oh man, um, you hurt me.
1: <laughs> I mean, I'm sorry. K- k- kind of uh, sorry. I
2: love Julio. I love hey, Matt
0: Ryan. But listen,
1: like, he's he's won me a lot of fantasy games <laughs> when I just timed it right to put him in there, and he, he stayed in there healthy. <laughs>
0: like it's. I, so I, weird. I just can't disagree more though. Like I, I don't think the Falcons should rebuild at all. Like you know, you got Calvin Ridley and Julio Jones. I mean, you, you got a good young corner. I'm drawing a blank on the guy's name. Uh, I I think that. They just need to work on offensive line. So Matt Ryan has longer than how about, two how about seconds. This? How about this though? You're not gonna be able to pay
2: uh, you're not gonna be able to pay Calvin Ridley if you keep if you keep paying guys the way you are. Like so uh, if you watch what they did with Stefan Diggs in Minnesota, I wouldn't put that past the new front office to do that with Calvin Ridley. Like there's no reason right now to hold on to him. Especially if you get what are they, pick number four? Yeah. So if you get yeah, to pick okay. number four, all right. So you got um, Trevor Lawrence gone. Say somebody takes Justin Fields, right? So you're not going to draft the quarterback of the future at that point. And then say, uh, who's the offensive lineman? Uh, what the heck's his name? Sewell? I, I yeah. forget. Uh, say he's gone. What do you take there? Do you, I mean, the front office already said they they like to take the best player available. So do you take a wide receiver right there?
1: Well, and I then mean, you say,
2: well, here's Calvin Ridley. We can get a first
0: for him. You get Najee. Roll top.
1: No, I don't, I, I, I don't, don't think I think that'd nah, be too, too top. It. Like, too, too high I of can. a pick. <laughs> I mean, if you think about when Ridley first came into the league, I think you guys still had... Uh, what, what was his name? Roddy White? Yes. And he was oh. decent at that point of his career. So you guys had, like, a three, three-headed 3 wide receiver. If you guys go for a receiver, you, you got to pick uh, DeFonte Smith uh, from Alabama. And then you yeah, have him, I, Ridley.
0: I think offensive line no matter what. If, you know, in my opinion.
1: Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I hope you guys pass on him and Philly could, could pick him. Even though some of the rumors are we're going to pick a tight end at number six. Stupid. Swear to God. Tight <laughs> end? Yeah. Yeah, wow. lately I've been seeing um, the kid from Florida uh, going up people's draft boards. I'm sorry. You don't take a tight end at number six.
2: He's so good, though. Like,
0: literally... He could be a, wi- a wide receiver on most teams. Oh, you're talking about but Kyle Pitts. Kyle yeah, Pitts, there you go. Yeah, He's disgusting. Yeah, yeah I, you got to take him when you can get him.
1: Uh, I have to disagree. Yeah. He
0: well, you you almost single-handedly beat Alabama in the SEC championship game.
1: Yeah. I, I just, I, I don't know, maybe I'm kind of old school, like still thinking tight ends are just block and catch maybe 30 catches a, a, a year or something, you know, even though. Even though we've, we've had Zach Ertz, which that pains me that they're gonna get, trade him away, they they floud came out said he's not playing next year for Philly. Well, you gotta
2: get what you can, I guess. I mean, you got Dale Scotter, right? He's still on the contract. Yeah,
1: he he's, he's still got a couple of years left, and that's that's another reason why I don't think we should take a, a tight end at number six. Maybe maybe the second round, you know. But right, I don't know. But I mean, well, kind of circling back to Super Bowl. Uh, little funny story like I do little show notes before um, I record and everything just you know keep things on my my mind and I actually had I actually wrote down Kansas City winning the Super Bowl and as I'm talking everything like that I'm like yeah I I, I got Tampa Bay winning the Super Bowl Uh, Tom Brady pulling out and I look at my notes I'm like well that's kind of (laughs) funny I I just think this is going to be one of the better Super Bowl games that we're going to witness
2: so it, it it could be. I mean, I hey, there's a lot of weapons in this game. This yeah, it's gonna be pretty
0: good to watch. Yeah, so it should be really good. I think that uh, it's you know I think historically you're gonna look back and say Patrick Mahomes versus Tom Brady. Like you got to see two of the best ever do it playing the Super Bowl. It's not often you really get to see that if you think about it.
2: Yeah, and uh, can we like to like
0: before I forget because
2: this popped in my mind. So we already talked about like Tom Brady and how like opportunistic he was to go to the Bucs with such a good situation. Can we talk about Leonard Fournette for a second? This guy was on the worst football team known to man,
1: <laughs> and, and he just jumped to the Super Bowl.
2: Well, you know, it, it's unreal.
1: I don't know if he just jumped. I mean, I think his bad attitude in Jacksonville got him. Cut also.
2: He he knew what he was doing. So did his agent. All right.
1: (laughs) So so he went around punching players. The Buffalo. I'll never forget the Buffalo Bill one.
2: (laughs) This is true. This is true. and that's. that's
1: Well, I got to throw another name out there then to to one up you. Shady McCoy.
2: Oh, God. That's right. He's on the Chiefs, right?
1: No, he's on the Buccaneers. That's right. I so did he, not know that. He won oh, He won it with the Chiefs, even wow. though he was not active for the Super Bowl. And now he is active for the Buccaneers.
2: Why was I thinking he was on the Chiefs? Oh, I was thinking of
0: Le'Veon Bell. It? Yeah, he Le'Veon was on Bell. on the Chiefs
1: last year, right? Yeah, yeah. I think that's why
0: you're thinking that. Oh, man, there's so many big names in this
1: game. Yeah. Really. I, I love the fact, too, Like he's on the Buccaneers. And obviously, they're having their Super Bowl um, press conferences and everything. And he's talking about the Eagles, you know, Miles Sanders. How he thinks Miles Sanders is a better running back than he ever was. And he's like, "But I'll tell you this, you know, if I retire, I'm going to retire as an Eagle, dude. You're still on the Tampa Bay team."
2: <laughs> that that's just a guy that has nothing to prove to himself. He yeah. doesn't
1: anymore. <laughs> but so tomorrow, or actually tonight, Friday night, um, where are you guys racing at uh, this week? calednego oh yeah i'm not That's going to work a real fun one. i'm definitely gonna tune in <laughs> screw oh, <yeah>. work
2: <laughs> those are always pretty fun to to tune into uh with our league i mean yeah we have bad races here and there on the super speedways but i think for the most part uh we've been some of the better super speedway racing lately i mean we get three wide at times uh it's usually not a problem It's it's usually pretty good
1: and I'll, I'll tell you what, like you know, Chris and even uh, Josh, a couple times, like you know, why don't you get into it? Why don't you get into it? Listen, I play NASCAR Heat uh, Four, and when I'm playing Dega, I can't go three wide. I'm taking cars out. Just trying to, I'm trying to stay three wide, but I'm just bumping it all over the place. Nah, you Do you have a steering, steering wheel. wheel or a controller? Well, a controller, but I'd probably be the same yeah. way with probably the same
0: way with the steering wheel. Uh, <laughs> steering wheel makes it much much better than a controller, in my opinion.
2: Yeah, especially when you're sitting like right up on the screen too. Well, I mean, and you, you get used to it pretty quick.
1: That that and I have uh, anger issues. Like even if you just tap me, I'm putting you into the wall. That's fine. So <laughs> do I.
2: It's totally fine.
1: Yeah,
0: <laughs> man, yeah. this guy—he clearly did not watch the—he mission. He did not watch the race. Clearly, he doesn't clearly. know what happened.
1: No, he has no clue. What last week? Yeah, yeah. I didn't want to bring it up. <laughs> it's okay. I'm, okay, I'm okay. Go
2: for it. If, if you think it'll get you listeners, go ahead. I'm all, I'm all for it. I am. Uh, you could ask Ben. This I am so good at, at, ma- at maintaining my political correctness when it comes to the league discussion. <laughs> it really is. Yeah,
1: it's very impressive. Uh, I, I, I gotta tell you, is uh, <laughs> you know, me and the wife watch watch you guys every Friday. Like, she'll be putts around on the phone or whatever. But every now and then, she'll pick her head up and um, the first. One or two incidences, we'll call it, um, with Chris and the other racer. Uh, it was James, my, that's awesome. James. We
2: <laughs> can mention him. Like, he, like it's not a, it's not a bad thing. I, I just okay. don't want to start any,
1: any drama between you guys. You know, <laughs> We've,
2: we, we are. Listen, listen. I took care of what I thought I had to do. It's done. Uh, I've talked to James since then. He's talked to me. <laughs> like everything's good
1: yeah no issue here. <laughs> but that you know the, the first one or two instances i'm like okay you know shit happens that, that's how as a viewer it came across and towards the end chris decided to take matters into his own hands and i'm like oh no that's obvious <laughs> and my yeah. wife picked her head up and she's like what's happened I'm, I'm like just watch the replay she's like why did he make a right turn <laughs>
2: Uh, yeah. I believe my words in the server were, uh, I got loose. But I think I think Ben probably already had his hands in, his head in his hands uh, saying, why does, he, why, why does he do
0: this? <laughs> yeah, I, 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 you know, man, it, it was one of those things where I was like, no, please, no, tell me. He yep, he did it. And then uh, my family comes out of the living room screaming, he just took out James Lorello. And I'm like, oh, man, here we go. And I knew I was in trouble.
2: Here's the thing, too. Like, and I told James this. I'm like, you know, it's disappointing enough to screw up my own races, and it was disappointing enough for that race to go to go badly after I was like leading the race and stuff. But like, even more disappointing, like, not only am I messing up stuff like that, I also I go to take somebody out and I can't even do it
0: correctly. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, like,
2: like James is so good at this point that like he literally got wrecked and comes back and finishes like sixth place or seventh place, seventh place. Know. but but i'm sitting there i'm like i'd like what what else can go wrong here
0: <laughs> yeah it was one of those things where it's like you know man you didn't do a very good job of taking him out but i will say on for chris you know admin he, he does a great job and he is the one that came to me because he knew what tough position i was going to be in is having to rule on his penalty yeah now uh, he came to me and said, "Hey, I'm taking a three week suspension and I said, "That's too much and uh, no man he 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 wanted to make sure that you know he got a fair penalty, and not a lot of league admins would do that, you know, so i I, I just give a lot of credit to him for taking the penalty, and even when I tried to reduce it, he wouldn't do that, so um, you know it's we're hoping it's scratched and it's over with so yeah,
2: and, and here's the thing too uh I also like to make it a point james is not a bad person like no, he
0: is no. a super
2: nice dude and uh like like if you ask him for help he'll give you help and everything else but like when i'm on the track i'm a totally different individual on the track like i separate that so well yeah. and i am so ultra competitive like i get angry in situations <laughs> and like that's why i separate myself into a different channel on discord too so like if people come in my channel like, they're, they're going to have to live with me complaining
1: about something. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, speaking of James, I mean, that's what even Josh uh, said a couple of weeks ago when he was on. Um, I brought the question to him, uh, any rivals or whatever, and he, he couldn't say it. You know, he had any rivals, but he said James, or maybe I brought how I felt like James was kind of rival because he is so good. I mean, how, how many races did he win this year? I stopped counting type thing, you know? Seven or eight? I yeah, think? like it's up there. And I know he's
2: uh, Mitchell Adams. Mitchell Adams is the same way. Like uh, those yeah. guys, are unbelievably fast.
1: I, yeah, yeah. So but Josh,
0: man, I will say Josh has gotten a lot better. Dude, um, I'll, I'll
1: tell you what. It, it's a funny so st- It's a funny story. I don't know if you guys know how the whole Stay Tuned Sports sponsoring him came about. Um, I actually started sponsoring Scott Crump in the Erska League, uh, beginning of last year, I believe it was, and you know, whatever I means Scott talk here and there about races and stuff like that coming up. And all of a sudden, one Friday night, I get a notification, Twitter, Joshua Sobel. Hey, uh, tweet it out. Um, come follow me in the stay tuned sports truck to snap, blah, blah. blah. And I'm like, I don't remember doing this. <laughs> so I text Scott, and I'm like, Hey, do you know this, this Sobel guy? And he's like, yeah, he's in a truck series. And I told uh, Scott what happened. He's like, no, I didn't tell him anything. So I, you know, dm uh, Sobel and he's like, Oh, you know, I'm sorry, it must have been a mistake. I hope you don't mind. I'm like, No, it's free advertisement. If it's free, it's for me. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. And since then, I've been watching you guys. And the first half, you know, Josh had, I mean, you guys got to admit, he had some bad luck with some spin outs. And, oh, yeah. you know, but that second half of the season, he just came on.
2: Yeah. So some, yeah. something I noticed about him, he, like, at the start of the season, um, I think he was running like 10, 12. And yeah. then he'd get into trouble that was no doing of his own at all. Like he he'd just come up on an accident or something, and somebody from behind would get him or, or something. And then like I, I forget what race it was. I think it was like Twin Ring Motegi, um, which was a super awkward. It was really tough track to drive. All of a sudden, like he just started doing really well. And he he really closed the gap. So I, I was kind of impressed.
1: Yeah. Now, I mean the one race that. Uh, I was very impressed with and he partly got tink- taken out by a driver um, not going to mention his name Chris um, on the road <laughs> course <laughs> and this, this is just before I knew you or even talked to you dude, I I cursed you out so bad, up and down, left and right, every which way. Like for Watkins Glen? Watkins Glen, yeah.
2: That so wasn't my fault.
0: I swear.
1: Oh, man. It wasn't, and I I just knowing how, seeing how Josh was racing up to that point, I understood um, why he went to be aggressive, but as soon as he went to that turn, and just, I I think he kind of slid, either slid or he went wide, and I'm like, oh, shit and he the back end or whatever just spun out on him and i i was heartbroken for him like just as a fan not even as a sponsor or anything just as a fan. Like, both of you guys were i mean the whole race both of you guys were competitive with each other like i was enjoying watching you guys back and forth but when that spun out i, I don't want to blame joss so i had to blame you <laughs> i'm fine
2: with it i'll take the blame but uh yeah, that was a super fun race too yeah I, I almost i almost lost in that same corner and i, I have no clue how i didn't spin out still
1: but, I think yeah, a couple of, couple of drivers had uh, issues in that corner. Yeah, it's it's tough because like the wheels start hopping,
2: and and once they do, you're pretty much toast.
1: Yeah. So as far as um, racing in general, how how long now, Chris? I mean, you you told me you've been i racing since you were 12.
2: Oh God! So uh, I'm 30 years old. Uh, I started I started sim racing uh, in 2002, I believe, on uh, NASCAR Racing 2002. Okay. Um, so yeah, I've been sim racing for a while. I took a I took a lengthy break from like two thousand twelve to like two thousand fifteen or so, two thousand sixteen. So I mean I had time out of it, but like I don't know, it's just it's a relay well, <laughs> it's supposed to be a relaxed <laughs> hobby, but like it, it it fills the competitive need and you know, like if you have a family or something, like you're you're at home doing your hobby. You're not like out at a golf course or yeah. hanging out with boys at the bar or something, you know, so
1: and what about you, Ben? How, how long have you been racing?
0: Man, I'm embarrassed. I'm an old guy. <laughs> uh, I started racing. The very first sim game I can remember is Indy 500 by Papyrus, who went on to make many NASCAR games. And uh, I played NASCAR 1, and then probably NASCAR 3 is when I started racing online. But then, you know, life happens, and yeah. I took a pretty good break until recently you know like everybody the quarantine i came back and um i've got my stepson racing now and he's better than i am uh no doubt about that so yeah been a long time probably really competitively since like 90 1995 96 somewhere like that So.
1: so i will hand this next part over to chris um chris has an announcement to make i kind of teased it yesterday on the episode i didn't say exactly what it was i just said you know you guys gotta tune in today for an announcement i had having chris and uh ben on so go ahead chris oh man i didn't even practice this <laughs> I mean, you
2: could have warned me first thing. i could have like written something up to like sort of uh like a loose draft or something uh no uh we're we're pretty happy with this whole partnership uh we're, we're glad to announce that you're coming on board to be the title sponsor of the truck series on Friday nights next, next season. Um, we think it's a good fit. You know, a lot of our guys in our league, uh, enjoy sports. They talk about it in the general discussion on our discord. Um, so it, it's a good fit. Uh, I think it's going to work out really great for everybody involved.
1: Yeah, no, it definitely is. And, um, I don't think I announced this part on, on the show yet. Um, I did bring it up to Chris. We're actually, On the episode, gonna have a segment called Garage Talk with Joshua Sobel um, to talk about you know upcoming upcoming race and you know what happened at the last week's race and things like that. And um, I'm also gonna want to try to get more of you you know more of the racers on. Maybe even have you guys come back uh, talk you know about um, Chris taking Josh out again probably. I'll do
2: it. <laughs> Just tell me when I'll do it.
1: <laughs> Just if make you sure you like a good good
2: episode, like some good filler content for an episode. I, I got you.
1: Just make sure you do it the right way this time. Uh-huh. All right. <laughs> Hopefully, Josh don't don't listen to this and be like, "What do? What are you doing?" <laughs> He'll understand. But no, I mean, you know, um, Josh came, came to me first about it. Was like, "Hey, you know, the league's looking for uh, a title sponsor. Possibly, would you be interested?" And you know, go go talk to Chris. And, you know, me and Chris start talking about it, and like I said, I, as a fan, just a fan, I enjoy watching you guys uh, race. And the announcers, even, you know, Peter, you know, the announcers, um, I'm drawing a blank of the the other guy that he has Uh, sometimes. Drew Eisenman. They're, They're very, very energetic, and, like, they make you feel like you're there you know like watching the race and everything you you know the the um the crashes and everything um it's just a fun time and the really messed up part with me personally is i hate nascar like i i can't stand watching on tv i think it's it's Mm. boring in a way you know and watching you guys it for whatever reason it's just more entertaining watching guys maybe it's the you know barrel rolls from turn four to turn one <laughs> when you guys get <laughs> clipped pretty good or um, even some of the glitches uh, I think it was maybe it was last week or the week before the one truck got uh, pinned into the wall
2: <laughs> that made half the server laugh
1: yeah <laughs> so um I'm just just glad that you guys gave me a opportunity to get behind you guys and 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 partner up with this and you know we have some things, you know, me and Chris were talking about we're going to work together as far as come up with different ideas, and um, I'm leaving the picking the racetracks up to you. I understand you guys don't want Pocono. But yeah, <laughs> I love Pocono. Was, yeah,
2: yeah. Ben likes it because he runs well there. Uh, yeah. I run pretty well there, but like, man, I I, almost, I was falling asleep <laughs> during that race. <laughs> <laughs> I did.
1: But uh, no, like you know, like, again and. and So just so everybody knows, now we don't have a start date for next season yet, right?
2: Um, not quite. Uh, I think we gotta like go back talk that over. I mean, I think our season ends uh, like the middle of March, so we'll probably have like a three or four weeks uh, off season where we all just kind of lay back and relax or something. But we gotta hash that out still.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's there's still some, I guess you want to call like minor details work out whatever but i mean it's 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 a go you know stay tuned sports i don't don't know how you guys are gonna word it or whatever i'll leave that that up to you guys too (laughs) a full year too yeah Uh, full year
2: i think i think me and ben discussed it uh we could actually confirm it right now that we that we we were talking about splitting the season into two different seasons uh i don't know ben you want to just make a decision now on that yeah go ahead all right, we're. I guess we're splitting the season into two different seasons, or okay. the year into two different seasons. So, uh, stay tuned. Is going to get two different seasons. Uh, and and really, all that does is uh, the guys who get eliminated early do wrecks or whatever. Um, having a shorter season twice a year is kind of going to give them a chance to sort of uh, re-energize and just you know come back interested into something you know for the rest of the, the second half basically.
1: So f- let me ask you this. As a newbie to iRacing and, you know, seasons, um, first season gets over, second season starts. Does everybody start back at zero points? Or Yes, sir. So, yeah. See, I like that. that right, that's yeah. yeah, it's pretty cool. I mean, again, like you said, you know, if, if you or Ben or Josh just wrecks out the last three ra- races or whatever is out out of the chase, you know, at least they could come back and have a chance at it. The, we're, the gonna, we're gonna we're
2: gonna we're gonna do like three races and soon though if James doesn't stop winning races <laughs> it's just where <laughs> we're at. This guy, I,
1: listen, I, <laughs> I'm I, just kidding. <laughs> I, 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 I've I've been in your Discord chats, you know, watching you guys talk, whatever. I, I forget who said it, but someone said, um. So you guys should put uh, James down by three laps, or whatever, at the start of the race to give everybody a head start.
0: <laughs> He'd still win. I, don't he know if like, I, I can't remember what track it was. He was down three laps, and then I, I blink, and he's back on the lead line. Oh yeah, that's like, right.
1: Yeah. What the heck! Like I wasn't that I'm last. Like, week? How did he do this? Wasn't that last week that he, he got down by two laps? Then there was a wreck, and he was the lucky dog, so he got down yeah, by one. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, yeah.
2: He's, he's he's fast, but uh. I don't know. But like I, I always sit, talk about like how fast he is and stuff. But I think we have a lot of guys that are kind of closing the gap right now. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to next season. Uh, I think it's going to be a lot closer than this season was.
1: Let me ask you guys this: as far as next season, who are your racers to look out for for next year?
0: Ooh. Oh, man! Uh, I mean, you, always uh, Mitchell Adams. You can. Yep. Uh, he's always going to be fast. I, I put Josh on the list just because, you know, he's he's gotten a lot better. Okay. Um, and then uh, I'm not sure there's, honestly, and Chris will deny this, but I just don't think there's a better overall driver at saving tires. Chris will be 15th place, and then as the run goes on, next thing you know, he's in second. So uh, I put Chris on my list for next year.
2: I appreciate that, but I will wreck out of all those races Um, (laughs) Or or Mrs. Pitbox
0: Yeah, you ain't kidding
2: (laughs) Um, I I got James, Mitchell uh, If Benazenga runs the whole season Probably Henton He'll probably be one to watch Uh, uh, Those are my big three, honestly I I think all three of those guys Are are really tough to beat on any given week So having all three in the field every week At the same time It's going to be rough for
0: a lot of us I'll give you a wild card, though. I'm telling you, next season, Andrew Himmelman will win a race. I'm almost betting it.
1: You know what? Like, I was actually thinking about him, and I actually had as a dark horse, um I don't know if he's going to race all year for you guys or whatnot because he joined late this year. Um, Freeman.
0: Oh, yeah, he's oh, yeah. good. I forgot all about know. him. Yeah, he's pretty fast, too. Um, I want to put him on my list real quick.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, there's a ton of guys. Jason Gracias. Yeah, uh, he's another, Andrew, another one. Andrew's gotten a ton a ton quicker. Um, JT Poole, he's always fast. Um he like I don't know, there's there's a lot of guys, surprisingly. Like I guess I didn't really think about it until you just asked that. Um <laughs> now that I'm going through names, I'm like, wait a minute, there's there's probably about, you know, twelve, thirteen guys every single week that you kinda gotta look out for.
0: Yeah. And I feel like, as the season's going on, and I'm sure Chris feels the same way, like every week it just seems like there's a group of guys that just get closer to Lorello and closer to Lorello. And of course, yeah. Mitchell, I believe's always been there. You know, he's already always been as fast as Lorello. So uh, but there's another group of guys coming that's just getting better and better, learning to save our tires, which is really what it's all about. Yeah, and uh, I think next year you you're gonna start to see some things change on that. That's my prediction.
1: And as far as um, watching you guys race, make sure you guys head over to YouTube and subscribe to Three Wide TV. That's where they broadcast their their races every Friday at nine thirty. Is it
2: nine o'clock, nine o'clock? Nine pm Eastern. Okay. And, uh, they they have stuff. Three Wide has stuff all week long. Like uh, every single thing they broadcast uh, is is pretty much gold. Like they do a great job over yeah. there. So so I give them their props too
0: but only one driver gets the kazoo every time he makes
2: a proper pit stop. I've known Peter for almost 20 years what can I say uh, if he wants to pick on me he can and actually that's actually I am thankful they started doing that because it's honestly gotten me to pay a lot closer attention to those pit stops,
0: and I actually practice it now I'm like I'm getting a dang kazoo <laughs> where was it Chris uh, I can't remember the race where uh, was it was it Wilkesboro and you kept missing your pit box, and you kept saying, I missed it again, Ben, because I was right behind you. Do you remember <laughs> oh, that? You kept saying, I missed no, it again. That was, That's Pocono. Where the
2: ca- that was, that was Pocono. Yeah, That's Pocono. Where of That's where the kazoo
0: started. You kept saying in game, I missed it again, Ben. I, I missed it again.
2: I literally did not roll down pit road without missing my
0: stall in that race. <laughs> yeah, I can vouch. That's very true.
1: <laughs> That's why I like NASCAR heat. Once you hit the pit stops, computer takes over driving. <laughs> well, that takes, I mean, that's honestly one lapse, you know, of
0: concentration and you're getting a penalty on pit road and our racing like that. That's where you've really got to pay almost as much attention as being on the track. Yeah. Because one mile an hour for too long and, and you're black fly for 40 seconds and you're pretty much done.
1: Yeah. All right. Um, You guys have anything else you want to uh, talk about? Um, I know you guys don't have twitter but probably uh what's the facebook page for the the league uh
2: it is at nsra league for facebook so uh go over check it out um i guess all all i want to really add at the end here um we have brookstone uh animal hospital out of georgia that's signed back on uh they've agreed to do the lucky dog again it's kind of a perfect fit for them uh, but we're still looking for sponsors so um, the more sponsors we have the, the bigger and better we'll be able to make it for all the drivers involved so if anybody's interested and listening uh, they could definitely uh, come contact one of us or uh, contact Jim I'm sure he'll he'll reach out to us and let us know
1: yeah definitely uh, will
2: but that's that's really all I got uh, I, I just want to thank you for stepping up and agreeing to sponsor us uh, it's going to be
0: it's going to be pretty cool
1: definitely is anything for you uh Then, same thing. Uh, Just
0: uh, if you're interested in sponsorship, but mainly I just want to thank you, man. Like uh, it's going to be fun. There's a lot of fun things we can do, and uh, I hope we continue to put on a good show for you every week.
1: All right, guys, I I appreciate you guys coming on the show, and uh, once again, I appreciate you giving me the opportunity to help get Stay Tuned Sports' name out a little bit more. Um, and I, I really can't wait till next season. I mean, you, you guys, all you guys, all, all the racers put a hell of a show on every, every week. Um, and just fun to watch.
2: Definitely. Definitely. We're we're definitely looking forward to it,
1: but all right, guys. So this, so I guess that would be it. Um, this is your good friend Jimbo. I'll see you guys next week. Make sure you guys tune in tonight on YouTube, three wide TV, uh, Simbox League. where you guys at again? I forget. He just said it too. Talladega. Talladega. Oh, definitely want to tune in for that. Um even as a fan, just for the wrecks. I'm pretty sure Chris is gonna mess up a wreck or something, but <laughs>
2: <laughs> I'm not racing. I can put somebody I I mean, so uh real quick, like we can put somebody in a truck with a forty seven on it and just say it's me. Like, that's fine with me.
0: <laughs> hey, we got a guy right here. We'll put him in your truck. <laughs>
2: there you go. All right. Jim's racing the 47. He can't Jim do the any am And, and, yeah, I'm,
1: and I'm using a controller, the so what could go wrong? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> All right, guys. So this is your good friend, Jimbo. Till next week. See you guys later. I'm out.